Right. All right, hello and welcome to what I believe should be the 13th episode of the Immune Command podcast. Is it? Alex, we should make it a habit and check in before we start recording. <laughs> I think it's going to be a running gag that we never do that. Um, sitting opposite to me is the man himself, the legend, wearing his Munica sweater, Jonas Bruins. Welcome back to, well, my living room. Thanks very much, Alex Cop, sitting opposite to me, and, and my pleasure in, uh, well, chilling, finally, uh, back again in Außenstelle Durlach, as we call it, which, which uh, to non-native uh, Germans, what, what would that be? How would you translate that? It's 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 a very unique term. Ah, uh, yeah. Like the the Durlach office. Durlach is the, the yeah 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 place branch. Branch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. What's what's on for today? What's on for today? I think we have uh, two main exciting topics. All right. Uh, uh, number one is getting people back up to speed with what's been happening on the Maimon front. Um, just because, well, it's been a good month, I think. Since and, and stuff, you know, is really picking up there. Um, stuff is picking up. We have the, podca- uh, the, the workshop, the Maimon workshop coming up in little time uh, next weekend, I think. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. And then uh, we'll get you up to speed with uh, an exciting project that's been happening on the Emirian Command front. Peach Tea. Peach Tea. Or let you know what's up with Peach Tea. Um, so stay tuned for that. And I think we're going to start with by talking about Maimon, aren't we? So I think so. If you think back to last time, uh, on it's about the, four weeks, huh? It, it, I think it's a good four weeks. And back then, I think we were like proud that we was able to set up the workshop page. Um, since then, obviously, uh, a good couple of things have happened, and we've done a lot more with Maimon than we had at that point. But it's like I don't think that much, you know, visible change no. there is already. So so in case you check at Maimon.com. I don't, please don't expect, you know, a big massive relaunch no. that has happened in the last four weeks. Uh, it has mainly been- Team page. Yeah, the team, well, <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. And cleaning up some, some of the things that- That's right. But also I think uh, we're getting more and more familiar day after day with with uh, the whole software stack and, you know, how things come together. Yep. So I'm proud to say that we were able to answer the first, you know, questions that arrived at, at, at our email uh, ourselves, which is great. So, yeah. you know, just being being able to help people that struggle with Maimon, that that's also, you know, an early good feeling. Yeah. Um. So, so a couple of things that have also happened, I think, that are quite interesting on the Maimon side, is for one, well, uh, it's 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 a lot of small things, really. I mentioned the support thing because people have oh, noticed yeah. the support thing. the support thing. So. What they had on Maimon, I think, for years now in in the organizer section, which where <laughs> it was like the support uh, the support navigational tab that was uh, labeled as coming soon. Coming soon was a few weeks ago, like two weeks ago. Yeah, so that was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so what we just did, we're like, oh, this is coming soon. Let's say make it come today. <laughs> uh, so we added uh, our the support at email address day. It's nothing, not like a fancy support module. But people have noticed it. I- I can't remember who it was, but there was someone who told us, hey guys, like finally there's something there. And I was like, yeah. they, they actually no, noticed. You, you talked to somebody, I think, was it Egon maybe? It might and, have, and, yeah. And, and they were like, oh, there's this is coming soon thing. And you were like, oh, check on the homepage, mm. check back. So yeah, we have the email there and we also have my the WhatsApp business, uh, quote unquote business, 
just a second WhatsApp account I have, which is linked there, uh, where you can get in touch. And like, I think like the day after I put it on there, People I got a message from like Nikki from, from, from Greece. Uh, Sweet. Got in touch there, yes. uh, mentioning like a support thing. So just in case you have any struggles, I'm using, um, you know, working with the interface there for now, at least you can get in touch with us easily, uh, which is really important to us uh, always. Um, I think another thing on the Maimon front that's been interesting is that we've got it finally, I think, running on your computer, which I'm not sure that was the case before. Oh yeah, uh, with a bloody Linux. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling you that's... That was fun. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember falling asleep to you trying to install it just before we did the last podcast. Well, finally I got it running. I got it up and running and, and so I can, I could technically stop fixing stuff. Yeah. We did some restructuring as well on the on the sort of technical side in right. in, in, in a sense that the, it, it, it was two, essentially two separate apps or two separate app projects uh, that were running in Maimon uh, um, that were sort of tied together. And it was really difficult to work uh, on on both of them in parallel because you had to really push updates on one thing and then update the reference oh, and things. Awesome. And it was really difficult. And before we so now actually start to get to work on on, on things, um, we now uh, mostly Alex uh, put well, things together in such a way that we can really work with it easily. That's right. And I mean, again, it's changes that don't affect you as a user directly. Yeah. Um, Hopefully not. In the first well, step. ideally not. Um, but but just be aware that you know behind the scenes, you know stuff. We are starting to pick up. Um, yeah. And so we, what we're doing that now to sort of lay the groundwork to us for, for us to then have it a, a lot easier of a time than once we get. Get, get some processes redesigned because obviously we're not designing on on the app live. Uh, we'll be designing and doing prototypes and then uh, putting it out there once once we feel like we're ready. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's an interesting thing to talk about uh, is our strategy night uh, we had a couple of weeks ago oh, yes. uh, where we sat down with the entire team. We even had Melina um, join us there who's uh, helping us out with the workshop for now. Um, Shout out. Shout yeah. out to Melina. <laughs> just in case you are listening on off on the off chance um no so so we did that and and there we sort of uh created for ourselves also a bit of an outlook for what we want to do within the scope of this year and and sort of the the individual uh quarters of this year and and also looking into the next years um and we looked at how we want to what we want to approach uh there within the different sections so like be it product be it uh be it uh so I'll reach in the world, uh, the markets or, or the conferences, the type of conferences rather that we want to want to talk to and engage with. Podcast listeners. Yeah, we, we made a goal <laughs> of doing like what, two workshops. I wrote it down at least two workshops a month. Uh, no, not workshops, podcasts a month. Oh, wow. Two a month? I wrote that somewhere. Well, you guys better, you know, make some time in your schedules. So you strap in, make some time in your schedules and... The gin factory, please. <laughs> I don't know how they make gin. We should, we should find out. Launch the machines. Well, anyways. Yeah, I mean, the, the strategy stuff, it's still like rather abstract. We'll, do you know from the top of your head, like on what, what we were planning to do in terms of product? Uh, well, I could surely check it on, on the iPad. Yeah, um, I'm no just trying to open it right now. Um, <laughs> and it's, again, something we should have probably prepared uh, starting this uh, podcast episode. Oh no! It was like uh, here you go. Oh, I, I've got it. Well, here quarterly crossing. So, so we we decided to do like quarterly 
things where we, we we catch up with each other where we are. So I think the focus for now was on next quarter. Um, uh, oh yeah, so I think so. It's the first big focus. So obviously we want to revisit the entire process, the entire the entire system of Maimon, um with in, in having in mind the ideas of uh, making conferences more accessible to delegates and making them easier to host for organizers. Which is not that easy after all. It's a, it's a huge, not, not huge, it's not Facebook, but, yeah. you know, considering we have four, you know, students just starting to pick this up. Right. It's not too small of a project. With a good few other commitments in our life as well. Um, and, and so this is, yeah, obviously there's a lot to do. And, and a part of it is that we want to revisit the whole Thing, be it in terms of what how the pricing works, uh, what is priced, uh, how uh, it What's is the actual offering. What is the offering? Yeah, yeah. And, and and how does it tie in with the different offers there are? Obviously, they used to have the the insurance stuff that travel we, stuff that travel stuff that we for now just ripped out completely. Um, and um, partially because no one can travel anyways. Yeah, <laughs> but and also because we can't sell insurance, um, and we're not really interested in doing that at the moment. No, I mean the synergies. I see the synergies, but then they're not as strong as as others. Yeah, and like especially with the travel things, you know, I sign up for a conference, I maybe pay uh, uh, right away, and then maybe I go back to my one at, at one point uh, to to check on the conference, but. When I decide to book a flight or when I decide to book my hotel, I'm not going to go in Wyman, like, because I trust Booking.com. I know Booking.com is a place to go or just uh, Google uh, or Airbnb, whatever. Anyway, so that's how, so, so we're going to revisit the whole scope of it. And that we will be doing, obviously, primarily with the, uh, the, the workshops in mind and doing it with the community to rethink the whole system, globally speaking. Let's dive deep in on that. Alex, we talked about the workshop hand right. there and the introduction and stuff. What's the deal with the workshop that we that we talked about at, at you know a few instances here and there? Yeah, so um, the workshop's happening uh, next Sunday, twenty first of February, right? Um, sixteen hundred uh, CET, sixteen hundred four PM, um, and we have I can actually open up the agenda here, uh, see what we have planned. Uh, this is going to be really really interactive. So this is going to be cool because we'll be we'll be using Miro. Um, which is like sort of this interactive whiteboard thing. We'll also be, uh, we'll then be doing sort of uh, group sessions where we're going to have conversations with people about individual things, uh, such as, you know, what you like about Maimon, uh, what you not like about it, uh, and also just generally about MUN and, 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 and the, the space, uh, globally speaking. You know, your experiences, your requirements, your like, what, where's your bottleneck kind of? Yeah. And obviously also how people want to, be involved, you know, because we want to really make this a process of, of, together with people. And it, it shouldn't just be about helping us improve the product, right? That's a bit dull. That's a bit flat. That's a bit dull and flat. Uh, this is re really supposed to become an involved project for everybody. Um, yeah, and then, then we'll be looking at, at how we're going to proceed from there. But so that this is where we're going to be starting off. And um, it is going to be really exciting. And you can still sign up until the day um, at, at mymo.com slash future. Um, and... Um, yeah, we're really excited uh, to see you guys. Uh, see you guys there. Um, yeah, and we're planning to make this kind of a series. If I like, yep. there's a vague idea. I mean, I don't want to, you know, overstate and overpromise and stuff. But but if this becomes, you know, something a success in the end, then then it absolutely is on our agenda to kind of do this on a more repetitive base, be it every I don't know 
three months or six months or whenever um, to kind of engage with real Amian leaders, veterans, legends, you name it. Yeah. Um, but also just, so to say, the average Amian, we need you yeah. all as the Starburst group that. I, I mean, ideally, we get topics out of the kickoff workshop based on which we can have future workshops. But obviously, this can also tie into our idea of doing events for the community and with the community, live events, which we had sort of dreamt of right. and thought of, uh, be it like chain workshops, uh, all that sort of thing. And maybe, you know, this can all also tie together in, in, into something that that on the one side might be sort of a customer learning experience for us. And on the other side, it'd just be like an amazing experience for the community to, to learn something in general. Another thing I, I think we should state, um, just to be clear on that, the workshop uh, on, on, on Sunday, I I don't want it to be something where everyone tells us, oh, this was great and this was great. I want to have the facts. I want to have the, well, I'm telling that now. I mean, if I'm if you see me cry on Sunday night, you'll know why. <laughs> but but really, I want your honest opinion. And, and so... If, if you think about signing up, you know, being being German, I expect a direct response and and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> no, it's going to be really fun. And the great thing, at least about mine, when it's more so than even Emmy in Command, you know, at Emmy in Command, we try to really look at things uh, objectively and, and, and not be too emotionally attached when it comes to feedback. Um, obviously, at the end of the day, it's still us making the decisions on a product. Uh, we're not building the product by committee. Um, so, so it's not like, oh, we want this and okay, so we're going to build it. The, it, it no. It's still us, you know, making decisions because we have that vision. However, especially with Maimon, we don't have any emotional attachment, I want to say, to the product because itself. It's not us who built it. Because it's not us who built it. And um, obviously we know some of the ideas behind some of, some of the things that were built. But um, if we determine like a, a big picture process is just no good, uh, we're going to, we have no problem, pro- problem changing that. And in fact, we're looking forward to to uh, to, to doing it, and 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 it's really just about how we're going to do it, rather than if. Um, yeah. All right, Alex. We talked about Myla quite a bit. I want to quickly just mention because we we, yes. we jumped into the workshop before uh, 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 before we actually went into looking what we what we planned for in this quarter in terms mm-hmm. of the product, right. and our focus here. Uh, I, I remember I, I see I remembered it as I saw it was taking two of the main processes that you have in Maimon that is applying to a conference or signing up to a yep, conference. As a delegate. As a delegate. And also creating a conference and, and submitting that on Maimon. As an organizer. As an organizer, yep. Um, and redesigning those uh, from the ground up um, to make them more efficient, uh, easier to understand, more bulletproof in the sense that you don't break it uh, as easily. And also if, if you set up, so right now Maimon is super hyper-customizable but it's not intuitive on how to customize it. So from what I've heard and read in the feedback, it often so happened that you set up the registration in such a fancy way that people get lost in it. And and so we really want to improve them, make make the processes just lean, I guess. Lean and mean. Lean. Lean Lean startup. (laughs) I wouldn't even call it a startup. No, but but like quick and easy, yeah? Mm. Um, In the end, the benchmark is a Google Forms. If yeah. it takes more clicks and time to set up a Google Forms than it takes setting up uh, a MyMan, me as an organizer, I'll take the Google Forms. 
Well, you, you phrased it the wrong way because you said uh, anyway. But yeah, the goal is. Did I say it wrong? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the goal, you all know what I mean. We want to be better than Google Forms. Um, That's going to be hard. But, but on the other side, it, it's also about I think communicating very clearly clearly that my one is more than just. Applications. That's the nice thing. Absolutely. Um, and 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 that's a whole different world than, however. Anyway. Anyway, a lot of Let's transition to the peach tea that we're clearly not drinking tonight, but I just bought some yesterday. So peach tea is, it's the code word project peach tea. Um, is there any particular reason why we call it that? Oh yeah, there is a reason to to why we call it peach tea. Which is, um, I like peach tea. Oh, there we go. And, and I have to say, it's a wonderful peach tea you've got. Yeah, uh, actually, to be fair, though, I don't have the good one anymore. Ah, that's too bad. I, I, I do have one, but the really good one, uh, it, it, I ran out and it's only available at, at this one like supermarket in, in town and I should go in lunch break. Oh, we absolutely should. Yeah. Now, talking about the actual, you know, substance of it. Yeah, so, so peach tea is code name for a project I'm in command. And that is... That is that finally you don't need us stupid bunch to give you access to MEN command. Yeah. Um, because we want we want you guys to just go, yeah, in the good way. To, to, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. To to be able to just set up your conference and start, and and you you shouldn't just need to send an email and then we set up something and then we set up a call and whatnot. So what we envision is that, and and envision sounds so far away. It's it's, it's happening in the next Very days tangible. or something. Yeah. Um, that that you go to imeandcommand.com. You set up your conference right right there yourself, and you can start. You can uh, have what what did we say? 10, 10 users in your conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can freely choose: is it organizers, is it chairs, is it delegates, is it admins, and and. Only then, when you hit the ten uh, delegates, um, you 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 ought to upgrade um, to to so to say buy more slots. Yeah. On um, um, and that's quite exciting. Yeah. So maybe as, as a bit of context, the way it worked until now, it, it, right? If you wanted to use I mean command uh, the conference app uh, for your conference, you'd email us and uh, we'd uh, usually make a setup uh, a meeting where we talk for a half an hour or an hour. Uh, we'd set up a conference for you, uh, and then you'd get back to us with confirming everything. And so it wasn't really efficient and not not scalable. And that was made that was a conscious decision by choice. Because I, I loved, and I I hope that those talks won't fade because yeah. I yeah yeah you know I just love be, in a time when you cannot travel. I can't even go to France. It's like twenty kilometers away, and I yeah, probably should go there. Um, we can mentally just, you know, have a call with uh, someone in whatever, Sao Paulo, and they tell me how the, the beach is in Sao Paulo. It's it's crazy. And that and that's crazy. A rich, rich engagement there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's not it's not scalable. Yeah, it's not scalable, it's not efficient, uh, neither for, for the people nor, nor for us, because you know, even for the pricing they had to have a call with us and go through all of that, and then we'd be like, oh, okay, so this is the pricing, and then um, you know, we'd go from there. So now what will be possible is that you just see the price on the homepage and um, which is a Europe delegate, uh, no, a Europe user per day. Right. Um, so uh, quite right. simple, very straightforward. Um, and um, yeah, so as Jonas said, you know, you, you're going to be able to uh, even access the conference app straight from our homepage. Previously, that was one issue, obviously, because we were still in such limited beta um, that 
Yeah, you would already get the link to the conference uh, uh, on in, in your invite email. And that obviously was a bit of an annoyance uh, and a barrier. It, you know, we got to explain that that this was done on purpose because we wanted this close uh, back yeah. and forth. Uh, also to get a lot of feedback and, and you know, identify the bottlenecks and have a personal relation with, with the people using it. And not have a product out there which is broken, which people just, like, we, we wouldn't want you to go out there and set up your own conference and realize the product is useless and broken. Um, and we so we wanted to wait until a point where we were confident enough that, you know, the product that is out there, it's maybe not perfect yet, um, certainly not, um, but it's really a point where you can confidently use it at a conference uh, and roll with it. It's like seeing a child, well, I don't know from first-hand experience, but this is what I would imagine, you know, yeah. seeing a child growing up and, you know, this is like the first day in school when you when you got to let go. Yeah, so, I mean, okay, let's talk maybe specifically about what exactly this update is gonna look like. Let's talk about The that. PHT update. Um, so PHT update, uh, obviously it's gonna be also beta. Uh, and we wanna we wanna keep that caveat. Well, we, we call them all beta because we're too afraid. <laughs> Let, let's give it a couple more conferences before we call it a, a, a non-beta. But so what you're going to be seeing is, uh, and this was really cool. So we, we, for one, we changed the homepage. Yeah. Um, and this was really exciting. Um, um, like looking at it yesterday, uh, there's now the upgrade page and all the links are working. So you can it's actually not launch it. It's not live yet. It's only on our test-like system. Um, but it, you can, you know, you can you can open the app out of out, straight out of there, and there's like a pricing thing and. Uh, and the upgrade tab, and we updated the roadmap, and and everything, and and there's not just like a contact us or coming soon thing. It's it's like go launch the app. It's no more how do you say like like a um, you know like just a welcome web page to yeah. just be like announcing something. It's the hub to get it done. It's the place. Yeah. So you can get straight out of there. There's instructions on how you can set up your conference. Uh, there's actually even uh, logins if you want to just uh, use our, our demo conference to play around without creating an account so you don't have to give up any of your data um, uh, which is fun and and then yeah from there at the moment it's gonna firstly you're gonna have to still like write us uh, have to write us an email and be like look I want 100 slots for this weekend um, and that's obviously we're gonna we can just make that happen send you an invoice looking a bit further down the road uh, obviously uh, we're looking to have a web, web shop there. Mm, but at the moment it's just yeah, it's just going to be a bit more work and we're still sort of figuring out whether we want to make the web shop happen in the context of the in command page or whether we manage to have it run through the Mimon side of it or we'll, we'll see we'll see it's just going to be a bit more work and we wanted to get it out of out, out the door so for now it's going to be just an email telling us how many slots you want for what weekend and, and that's fine um, so that's the website side of it What's the app side side of it looking like? Oh man, uh, well, I, I don't know how many updates we talked about. Have we talked about the Christmas updates so much? So I think we, we talked a fair bit about we talked about, about, about the question amendments and things like that. We, we did, but, but one thing that just comes to my mind, you know, last weekend um, there was a conference in, in York, uh, UK using, using MEN command, and we talked to the winner of the Best Delegate Award. Congratulations to Yara! <laughs> as, yeah. as we correctly, uh, you know, forecasted Correct. with our statistics. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, we, we kept looking at the conference statistics uh, throughout the weekend, and it was fun to see how the delegates were performing and to then guess who's going to be Best Delegate. And 
we we talked to we talked to the best delegate and and she gave us some some good feedback. Um, one thing that shoots to my mind was that um, when you raise your hand in a mod, uh, and she was UK and and you is quite you know down there in the in the alphabet. So if she was to raise your hand, no one would see because she was all the way down to the list. So what did we do? If you raise your hand, you shoot up to the top of the list and the chick can add you uh, to the moderated caucus straight away. Yep. Um, one more thing, it's not yet tested and we'll see how good it goes because, well, I built that in like a bit of a, you know, nighttime action. Um, nighttime action. It's not a proper word. That's, that's true. This is nighttime action these days. Well, my, Building a new filter lesson. Well, here's, here's, here was my nighttime action from the other day. Um, not as exciting as it sounds. It's it's COVID. It's locked down. So it was solely giving you the ability to not only upload a document, but to share a link to Google Docs. Oh God! Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we haven't tested it, so so don't <laughs> don't expect it to you know. But Jara mentioned it, and I thought that'd be cool. It shouldn't be too hard. We we should give it some some you know final yeah, touches, yeah. but. You see, friends, uh, now, Jonas, <laughs> Jonas mentioned this, like, a couple of times now, and uh, in conversations that we had with, with, with uh, conferences people. that are interested in other people, and, and he's always, like, talking about it, super excited, and then afterwards, I come in and be like, don't get your hopes up, this is not tested, I was against it. <laughs> well, I wasn't exactly against it, I just had reservations, and I think this is an interesting example of the dem- democracy in our team, where you just went ahead and because built I some, can, because I can, because finally you can, <laughs> and you just built it, and now we have to test it and make sure it looks okay because I haven't actually taken a look at it. But and we need some better UX uh, aspects there. Um, we'll talk about that later tonight or tomorrow. So, first off, though, PHT. What is the PHT of it uh, side of it going to look like for the admins uh, when that update comes out? How are admins going to know about the slots? How does that look for 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 in the conference app? So so we have a top system where you have different tops. Uh, one of them is the home top. On there, you'll as of now see statistics and and this and that. But also now you will see how many chairs have you um, already invited, how many delegates, organizers, and admins. Right. AKA how many slots have you used? And you will see how many slots you have bought. So assuming you have bought whatever, 100 slots and you've invited delegates, chairs, blah, 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 all in all 90 people, you see that you have 10 slots left. Now you can either say, all right, I'm expecting another 40 people to sign up. So you, you know, so to say reserve them in advance, but also the moment you hit the last slot, or the last slot is empty, uh, is, is, is occupied, and, and you want to add more people, just a, a window will pop up uh, telling you, hey, if you want to add more people, uh, click here, reach out to us, and, and this way um, this way it'll work. Now, here's the thing that, that we were, how to, how to say, considering or like thinking about debating a bit, was how, like, what's a slot? Right. And, and we feel that, that a slot is one one user account. The thing is that in MEN command, you can have a country without having yep. an associated user account. Yep. Uh, this is the case, um, for example, if you, for for example, if there's delegates that don't have a phone, um, for some yep. reason, Might be why one. not? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so those don't count as a slot. So you may have 50 countries 
Um, but but only 10 slots um, occupied, that, that might work. Now the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm getting quite into the yeah, details yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what podcasts are for, I reckon, don't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, but, we're like, fine, Jade minutes, we have plenty fine. of time. That's All right, so when you have slots um, and you add countries, we assume that for each country you add, you will want to, to, to add a user account. Um, so, so when you have them in the, so to say, add country section, they will count as reservations, but they will only count as occupied once the slot is actually taken. I know this sounds quite complicated. Um, you'll find it out yourself. And if not, you'll uh, just give me a call and tell me, hey, Jonas, uh, what you thought about was crap. Yeah, and like this version of the PHT, it's it's rough. It doesn't, and it doesn't have to be the final version, right? So if if, if you have any feedback, let us know. Because I mean, and I just remember, I think the best example of it is is the registration login system, which we, we did a massive overhaul there. Exactly, and, and it it was amazing. It's so paid off. Um, should we should we recap that quickly? Yeah, we got, we got a minute. I don't even remember how it was in the beginning. In the beginning, it was that we sent. So we have a token. Oh, the dedicated links. And and so the way it would work is that the the link you had was like conference.muncommand.com slash, and then it would be like question mark t equals to one two three four five. So that was a specific code, uh, link that you got in your email. Address and everyone messed it up and yeah. was confused and whatnot. So now we. Instead of putting it into the URL, we just, you know, send it big and blunt. And so technically it's more work for you as a delegate, but the fact that it's so much more transparent and understandable uh, results in the fact that when in the beginning we had about, I, I want to say 5% of the people signing up had, had issues with it. Um, I can't recall the last time someone had issues logging no, in. It's super solid and super reliable, which is awesome. This is truly awesome. Um, so, and this is one of the examples. So if with PHT, we realize the way it's communicated or the way we count the slots in, in the conference app doesn't really work, uh, we can just change it. Um, and I, I reckon we're going to do some, some change to it anyway. I hope so. I think, so, um, I think this spent, talks about most of the things that happen on the main command side. Um, okay, yeah. I, 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 something came into my head just now and I, I want to talk about this because What's this is something I've been almost passionate about, I want to say, Namian. You want to open up, Alex? I want to open up. No, I saw an email from a conference the other day, um, and they talked about the policy for electronic devices during usage during the conference. Mm, ah, I think I know which one. Do you know which one? Ah, uh, is it a very big one? Yeah, it's a, guys, but very prestigious. <laughs> it's a very big one. Look, look, they're good business partners of ours, or business partners already. Uh, well, of, of Maimon. They're good partners of, of, of Maimon, and 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 uh, I'm so impressed with what they've been doing over the last years. And obviously, there is a reason to every policy, um, uh, and that is going to be valid. And there's different flavors and cultures of MEN. And uh, like what we've seen with the Americans that we talked to just yesterday, who have like a really substantive-focused uh, conference, which is amazing. Because, yep. right... Uh, Man, that was cool. I've been to so many conferences where I just like read two resolutions the week before and that was good to go. Shout out to Swiffle Moon, Southwest Florida Indian. Sign up now and get your ticket. <laughs> if if that's possible, I'm not actually sure how their applications work. Anyway, well, they'll be using a mean command um, and they, they're really, really cool because they're really substantively focused. Anyway, that that um, that other conference um, um, with, 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 a, with a name, 
the uh, and the email their policy is that you're not allowed to do any research uh, uh, on your electronic devices during the conference and if you have the suspicion as a delegate that one of your co-delegates is is doing research on the electronic devices during the conference and you should report that such suspected behavior to the chairs that being during an online conference now whilst it almost feels a bit comedic that at an online remote virtual conference, that's the policy. I guess, you know, obviously, again, there's probably a bunch of reasons why you'd have that policy. I always felt like, you know, let people research, let people do whatever Alex, they want. Alex, I can tell you, I've been to that conference when they organized it in a Central American country in 20... 20- You're <laughs> giving it all away, it's the Something. <laughs> tell me, how was it? It was pretty cool. I, I, it was wild, like... Like the socials were mad. The point I wanted to make here though is like, you just use your electronic devices and you know, yeah. like, like I did in, we, we all did in high school and we, there's rules, but. They're meant to be broken. Well, well, to me, you know, if, if a teacher would tell me, you know, you must not cheat in an exam. To me, to my ears, it always sounded like, you must not be caught cheating <laughs> Yeah. Not incentivizing anyone. And there's, you know, all the, the you know, how there's disclaimers and yeah. whatnot. But I guess I always just had like a bit of a liberal view to MUN where, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's delegate's responsibility to take care of themselves. That's right. And if they just spend their time researching and, and looking up things on Wikipedia, they're not going to be listening. They're not going to be engaging with the debate. They're not going to be... Uh, in that close touch with their fellow co-delegates, and that's not going to get them the best delegate. And and that's democracy, I think. Um, but I, I just found that so funny, and, and like, I don't know. You know, maybe it's, it's not democracy, though. It is not. <laughs> but like, so, so I don't know. It just takes me back to to looking at, like, when I was in Amiens, and you see, like, some of those rules where you're like, well, this feels a bit, you know. But but you see, maybe there's a, there's a certain point that, that we just haven't grasped fully. Yeah, and also I think it is part of Emgen that you have some of those slightly over-the-top rules where, you know, we wouldn't have to wear a suit. We wouldn't have to wear a tie. But I would, as a chair, always remind my delegates to wear a tie. And I think maybe that's one of those things that, that just build that that environment, that sort of... You know, it fosters kind of like, you know, content, debate, where people listen to yeah. each other, to each other's arguments and stuff. Not sure how how United Nations, you know, are about listening to each other and arguments. Do you reckon so General Assembly or like well, they don't really have debates, but do you reckon like at, at debates they, they do they actually even have debates at the, at the UN? <laughs> I don't think they really do. Actually. Alex, you know what? We should actually we should know this. not only know that, but you know, try to when the whole COVID thing is over, we're going to go to New York and freaking attend one of those. Yeah, I mean, so, so I know the UNGA is like they're not really a series of speeches, debating. right? Um, they're not debating. Um, so, but we should definitely get either get somebody on the podcast to get an insight into that. If you're listening to this podcast and you have any idea how Alex and myself can figure out how the UN works <laughs> and, and get our asses into the UNHQ just for an afternoon listening, let us know. Send us an email. But I think, you know, I'd reckon so, for example, Student Council, like they're having actual debates. I couldn't imagine. So, they, so they're not all the sessions are public. Uh, and, yeah. and so I think I'd reckon they have like actual debate ish type of things because they also only have 15 people and then you have like 
whether like uh, the, the the ambassador uh, to the UN uh, sitting in the front or like the 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 well, so I think they have any debates. But then again, the, those sessions are so top level they wouldn't be checking their phones and Wikipedia things about details about a different. No, they just know their shit. They also know their shit. But and if they don't know their shit, they're just gonna ask their assistant. <laughs> so yeah. So our point was like. At the UN, do you have people sitting there who's like Googling stuff about the countries or like the facts for, for the session right now? <laughs> <laughs> or, and even if it's not the ambassadors, is it their assistants like trying to figure shit out on, on like CIA well, facts? Well, uh, I know I know Chancellor Merkel, she's on her phone like half the time in the plenary. So, so who's that who's that Zehofer guy? <laughs> who's that Zehofer? <laughs> <laughs> that was a very German joke. Well, I guess. Zehofer, he's well, he's not anymore, but he used to be the I said, Minister President of, of Bavaria, which is a bit weird of a state, but yeah. I must not make and too critical comments because we're supporting and Bavaria and you and with Indian command. Right, right. And truly they're very closely attached to their And they're from Nuremberg, and Nuremberg is Franconia, which is not Bavaria, Bavaria, so, but it's so, so they're like the the Asterix and Obelix from, from Bavaria. <sighs> I don't know. We should ask them. I don't know. We don't know nothing about the world. We always pretend like we know MUN, and now we don't even know how like how the UN works. Well, that that now I think we we're, we're diving real deep. Um, I think we should have more of those like conversations on the podcast rather than just talking about a product. I've got an idea. So those listening, uh, let us know what's your thoughts on Alex and me inviting guests. Yeah, we haven't invited guests for so, a so long time. We haven't because it's also a bit of a hassle With and microphone. the microphone situation. I would love so we ha- so. Maimun, they, or we at Maimun, <laughs> have a, a sort of a, a cooperation going with the UNHCR, which you can see on the Maimun homepage. Uh, so you can actually debate UNHCR topics, and then they're going to look at your resolutions, and there's going to be like a reward, I think, for best resolutions. It's the, the refugee challenge. Yeah. They might, uh, so maybe it would be fun to get like a UNHCR rep on the podcast. And or Unidoc or something. Oh, what? Uh, the what's it? Uh, drugs. Ah, drugs and crime. Thing. That one. Yeah, I think that would be really fun because that would allow us to actually learn something about the unit. Man, that's all right. Get excited for the podcast episodes to come. <laughs> yeah, so you have to stay tuned, uh, and then it's going to take us like a year for them uh, to get them on the podcast. Well, I, that gonna... just means you're going to have to listen to the next twelve episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'll be, I'll be. Um, what's it? Um, you know, interning at uh, at uh, Strategy Consulting in Vienna, and actually their office is right next door to the Unidoc. So knock knock, knock knock on the door. You can also check with the IAEA. They're also in Vienna. Well, now that President Biden is renegotiating Iran things, maybe they're busy, but we'll see. Or he's going to you know swing by. He's going to be meeting. Be like, yeah, Joey, what's up, mate? Hey, next episode with Joey B. Joey B. <laughs> All right, I think we're bantering enough now. Yeah. Um, let's just have one more sip of that gin. Actually, if, if you could choose, would you have Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? I, I, I'm not going to say. I honestly, I think it would be fun to have a gin tonic with Joe Biden. I got to say, I find Kamala Harris quite quite cool. cool. As, like, she's so cool. Kamala Harris, if you're listening. I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, the vibes Barack Obama though had mm. with Joe Biden... I mean, th- beyond. He must be pretty chill. Beyond, and he's quite folksy. Uh, Biden from Biden? The, the feel of it. Like, I'm still, I'm still occupied with the uh, Obama book. What's it called? 
Land, a promised land. land. This is really good. So if anybody's listening, so I, I, I actually kind of stopped you listening. Finished? No, because I listened to the mom test uh, now <laughs> as like sort of an in-between thing. And I always listen to, to the Obama book when I was driving skiing and back. And because the snow had been gone and now it was too cold for me to go <laughs> skiing. I, I kind of stopped listening to it. But it's really good. I think I'm like seven or ten hours into it. Of what is it? So like... The of f- like... So I, I, I yeah, just, like the first ten percent. Yeah. I think I'm like a third of half or halfway through it, the audiobook. But it's really good. And I, like the audiobook is just like full full throwback to the Obama days where you would like just listen to speeches because it would like call. Oh, man. Well, oh, I'm still reading, so I'm not, I'm not like, I'm like five percent through. Yeah. No, it's really good yeah, though. It's really good. And especially like, so, so it really got me excited again about the UN and everything. And it got me thinking about ordering uh, an economist subscription. Uh, and again, just getting back into things and, and uh, maybe a this ago, it goes into a whole different thing, but I, I actually thought about unfollowing all news agencies on social media anyway. Uh, in, in social media? Yeah. Yep. So just unfollowing everybody mm-hmm. uh, and only reading the economist on the weekends. Darn. Yeah, because I don't know. So uh, I think it's also because of a book I, I heard. Yeah, there was another book I heard of. As a, well, we're the, turning into book club here. Huh? We're, it's turning into book club, but it's called Make Time. I actually have a copy over there. I want to say uh, I saw it. Huh? No, it's 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 somewhere in a in a. Right, I, it might have been on desk earlier. Anyway, uh, it's it's about how you can. So it's a bunch of t- tips and tricks um, on how you can sort of structure your day to be more productive, more efficient, still be like healthy and things and and it's really cool things and and sort of some of the mindfulness stuff but it's not like an esoterical or like radical or crazy book it's just two guys who used to work at google uh and it one of them is actually uh one of the guys who wrote a design sprint oh, that's uh, where sprint. yeah so it's not the sprint book so it's it's his other book but they they were just running crazy uh in circles being sort of in in the silicon valley um design sprinty Google vibe where it's just about work, work, work uh, and and they didn't have any sort of healthy balance and that book really, really shows you some interesting approaches which is also why I'm now not drinking coffee first thing in the morning anymore. No. Actually today I did. But uh, <laughs> they're saying there that you should only drink coffee like between 9, 9.30ish and like 3pm. So the first thing I do in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me it's like two, two, two and a half, three hours into the morning but it, it, it actually seems to be kind of kind of okay, working okay, um, because the way coffee works. Okay, well, this is going to be turning into the weirdest random podcast, but coffee works such that it doesn't actually wake you up. No, it only if you're already awake, it keeps you from getting tired. Shoot, because there's like some things that like neurologically like put themselves on other things. And the coffee makes sure that it doesn't, they don't dock to each other. This is like on a molecular level. If we have any biologists or stuff, please don't correct us. <laughs> no, this is true. I remember that vivid distinction. It's a fact. It's a fact from the book. And that book, they got it from a scientist, I think. <laughs> no, because there's somebody else who wrote a book about coffee. Anyway, so coffee only keeps you awake if you're already awake. So if you just get up and have a coffee instantly, it's not going to help you much because when you get up and wake up, 
this is when you're naturally like. So I better eat some chocolate to get my sugar going. Yeah. So I, what I did, I just I'm, I'm just having tea now, yeah. and then once peach again, tea. peach tea. Yeah, peach tea. Peach tea. No, it, it's more herbs in the morning. But yeah, so so it, it only keeps you it keeps you from getting tired. So this is, I've been talking for like ten minutes now. I think about random nonsense. All right, shall we wrap it up? And, and kind of get the loop back close to what we talked about. Yeah. Uh, should we give a quick recap? No. Uh, I was thinking more like what was going to happen on the Emmy Command front. Oh, yeah. Let, let's have a, like an outlook. Yeah. Outlook. Uh, so PhD is happening hopefully this week. Um, afterwards, hopefully the document links. And then I think there's no big rollout things anymore on the I mean, come on, from well, for a little still, while. There's still plenty of to-dos, but there's none. Well, we'll focus, let me put it differently. We'll focus on Mymon first, probably. Yeah, and we'll be solidifying MEN command in terms of making it more robust. And uh, so, like, as we get feedback, making making it more intuitive. But then we'll be really heavily focusing on on making, redesigning Mymon first. So you're not going to see much of that. It's going to take a couple of months, but... So we'll be designing it, um, thinking about processes and things like that. So design just doesn't mean like we'll get a pencil out and, and just, or like, how do you say, like, I don't know, Scribbles. paint. We're not going to paint it on like a canvas or anything. Um, ish. Yeah. But there will be a lot of thinking about processes and, and, and. In the meantime, I'll write a bunch of exams. Exactly. Anyway, I think, yeah, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. It's. It's been it's been a lot of rambling. Thank you for hanging in there. Uh, if you are still hanging in. If you are still. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Together. We're excited. To debate. Better. Commanders. Man out! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is the police. We reported from the neighbors that you guys make too much noise this late time. <laughs> Luckily, it's on 8 p.m. But I, I've heard my neighbors complain about me before here. Or like people living in the neighborhood.